Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, we're covering a number of developing stories. The new details about two Israeli hostages just released by Hamas. What it means for a Gaza ground invasion. Plus, back here at home, an off-duty pilot charged with 83 counts of attempted murder, accused of trying to shut off the engines mid-flight. Here are tonight's headlines. We've got the uh, guy that tried to shut the engines down uh, out of the cockpit, but we want law enforcement as soon as we get on the ground. The shocking story of an Alaska Airlines pilot trying to crash a plane full of passengers. The new information just coming in. One of the bloodiest days of the Israel-Hamas war, as much-needed aid begins to make its way into Gaza. Plus, we're at the site of a rare strike in the West Bank. The Israeli military says this was a terrorist compound. But for the community here, they say it was just a house of worship. Two more hostages are heading home. What their release means for the more than 200 others still held captive in Gaza. There is only one goal, defeat Hamas and bring our people back home. The new details about the conditions of the two American hostages released Friday. We speak to their family. Being happy is a privilege that we do not have right now. We have eight other family members, among them young children, that are still being held hostage. And tonight we hear from an American family trapped in Gaza. If we're concerned about American life, it should be all American lives. Thick fog leads to a deadly pileup involving dozens of vehicles on a busy interstate. Fentanyl bust, 100 pounds of drugs seized at a New York City pizzeria. The first widespread winter storm of the season is on the way where it could dump more than a foot of snow. And an update on Olympic gymnast Mary Lou Retton's health after weeks in intensive care.
Good evening, and thank you for joining us on this Monday, Monday night. And it is a busy one to start the week. Tonight, two Israeli hostages are free, released by Hamas as the war in the Middle East intensifies. The women crossed into Egypt with the help of the Qatari government and the International Red Cross, reportedly taken by helicopter to Israel. They were kidnapped from their homes, along with their husbands, who are still held captive by Hamas. The war now entering its third week, and Israel launched one of its heaviest barrages of airstrikes today, hitting 320 targets in Gaza in the last 24 hours. And tonight, former President Obama putting out a lengthy statement affirming Israel's right to self-defense, but also warning, quote, any Israeli military strategy that ignores the human costs could ultimately backfire. We want to begin tonight with a terrifying situation here at home in the skies. An off-duty Alaska Airlines pilot is facing charges of attempted murder after allegedly trying to shut down the plane's engines mid-flight. The flight from Everett, Washington to San Francisco landed safely in Portland, Oregon. CBS's Chris Van Cleve starts us off with how close the plane came to disaster. We've got the uh, guy that tried to shut the engines down uh, out of the cockpit. It was about 30 minutes after Alaska Airlines Flight 2059 took off. With 84 people on board, including infants riding in their parents' laps, police say 44-year-old Joseph Emerson, an off-duty Alaska pilot riding in the cockpit jump seat, allegedly attempted to turn off the plane's engines at about 31,000 feet. There are reports he may have tried to pull these red engine fire suppression handles. We want law enforcement as soon as we get on the ground and park. Emerson was handcuffed in the back of the plane as pilots made an emergency landing in Portland. There were no injuries. It seems like he settled down as soon as he, uh, after one moment of going uh, a little bit overboard. Passenger Jessica Verrilli tweeted, I was on this flight last night with my two kids. Thank God everyone is okay. Retired airline pilot and former NTSB chair Robert Sumwalt. If I'm in a cockpit jump seat, how hard would it be to access engine controls? All he or she would have to do is just reach up and, and grab something to be able to uh, to turn the engines off. CBS News obtained this alert the FAA sent to airlines about the incident, noting it is not connected in any way, shape or form to current world events. And law enforcement sources say there does not appear to be a connection to terrorism. Emerson is a married father of two from the Bay Area who is seen visiting sick kids in the hospital in photos posted to Facebook. Tonight, the FBI and local police are still investigating, but so far, no clear motive. Emerson is behind bars, expected in court tomorrow afternoon to face those 167 criminal charges. Nora. A frightening story. Chris Van Cleve, thank you so much. We turn now to today's other top story, the release of two more hostages by Hamas. Tonight, Israel is also issuing, issuing a new warning to civilians to evacuate northern Gaza, another sign of a ground invasion may be imminent. We're also learning tonight that a top Marine general is now advising Israel's military. CBS's Charlie Daggett reports tonight from Tel Aviv. Out of captivity tonight, 85-year-old Yoshived Lifshitz, 79-year-old Nurit Cooper. Their husbands are still thought to be in the hands okay, of Hamas. It's okay. Let's go. Ahead of their release, Yoshived's grandson spoke of his grandparents' kindness. My grandfather and grandmother were taking the sick people from Gaza Strip who cannot take, get their uh, treatment there to Israeli hospitals. It comes as Israeli forces launched a ferocious new assault across Gaza. 
hundreds of explosions in some of the heaviest bombardments Gaza has seen in two weeks of Israeli airstrikes. Ahead of an expected ground offensive, U.S. officials warn of an escalation of violence across the region, especially from Iranian-backed groups like Hezbollah in Lebanon. CBS's Deborah Pata is in northern Israel. We just arrived in the border town of Kiryat Shmona to film the evacuation of residents when we were ducking for cover. The air raid sirens were followed within seconds by a loud blast. What you've just been hearing is exactly why authorities want the last few thousand people left in this town to evacuate to safety. Less than a mile from here, this house had been hit by a mortar. Inside, a mother and her young children. The crossfire between Israel and Lebanon's Iranian-backed Hezbollah has picked up over the past two weeks. Amid growing fears, it could kickstart a regional conflict. Back in Gaza, the death toll has now soared to more than 5,000, Hamas says, with thousands of children among the dead amid growing international condemnation of the civilian deaths. The Israeli military released graphic video of the massacre that unfolded here just over two weeks ago. Dash cam video said to be from a civilian car shows gunmen approaching the car and opening fire. A body cam recovered from one of the attackers shows a hail of gunfire. The bodies of the two victims slumped over shot dead. In recent days, Israeli commandos have mounted raids into Gaza to attack targets and try to find out information about more than 220 hostages still held captive. The release of two more hostages tonight will come as a relief for their families. But to Hamas, it may serve as a stalling tactic to slow down Israel's all-out invasion. As was the case when the American hostages were released just a couple of days ago, there was a brief lull in airstrikes today, our colleagues in Gaza tell us. But we're also hearing tonight of a possible strike on the Al-Shati refugee camp, killing a number of civilians. That's according to the Hamas Health Ministry. Nora. Charlie Daggett, thank you. Also new today, a third convoy of trucks carrying much-needed aid was allowed into Gaza. But experts say it's still not enough to stem the growing humanitarian crisis. CBS's Imtiaz Tayeb reports from East Jerusalem that Israel launched a rare airstrike on a Hamas target in the West Bank. The destruction here is near total. The Israeli military said it targeted the Al-Ansar Mosque because Hamas was using it as a, quote, terrorist compound. This is just the second time in 20 years that Israel has carried out an airstrike in the occupied West Bank. And the fear now is that more is to come. In the apartment next door, the force of the airstrike, the Israeli media says, was from a fighter jet, was so powerful it blew a hole through the joining wall. It's a place of worship, he says, like a church or a synagogue, not a place for fighters. Anger is only growing across the West Bank, where 95 Palestinians have been killed, according to the Palestinian Ministry of Health, and more than 800 have been arrested since the war began more than two weeks ago, says the Israeli military. 
But it's in Gaza where the death toll continues to spiral at a speed never seen before. Although the desperately needed convoys of humanitarian aid have started making their way in from Egypt after a deal was reached between the U.S. and Israel, each truck carries food for only around 4,000 people, according to the WFP, nowhere near enough for Gaza's population of more than 2 million. As fears continue to grow for the safety of the up to 600 Americans still trapped inside Gaza. Like Emily Rauschenberger and her five children, who went there to visit her husband's mother. They're very scared. They just have lots of questions that are hard to answer. Uh, like, when can we leave? Or why is this, you know, why, why is it, you know, why is all the bombardment happening um, to everybody? Now, Rauschenberger says she feels left behind as Americans in Israel are evacuated home by the State Department while she and her children remain trapped in Gaza as the violence there only intensifies. Nora. MTS Tayab, thank you. A warning tonight from a senior defense official to CBS News. There is potential for significant escalation against U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria. And it comes as Western leaders behind the scenes are asking Israel to delay their ground invasion in hopes of getting more hostages out. Here's CBS's Nancy Cordes. It's delicate diplomacy. Privately, the White House is urging Israeli officials to hold off on a ground invasion of Gaza. While publicly, U.S. officials say it's up to Israel. Not dictating military terms to the Israeli Defense Forces. Waiting would give the U.S. and Israel more time to negotiate the release of hostages, including at least 10 Americans who are unaccounted for. Waiting would also give neighboring Egypt more time to deliver food, water and medicine to innocent Palestinians. You view humanitarian aid getting there first as important. Whether or not there's a ground invasion, we believe that humanitarian assistance flowing to the people of Gaza is critically important and it needs to go as soon as possible and as much as possible. A delay would also buy time for more U.S. troops to move into position as American bases in the region increasingly come under fire from suspected Iran-backed militias. Just today, the Pentagon announced the 10th such attack in the past week, drone strikes on two U.S. bases in Syria. The Pentagon already has about 10 ships in the region, with roughly 9,000 sailors and Marines on board. And another aircraft carrier strike group with about 6,000 troops on board was ordered to the Persian Gulf this weekend in an effort to further deter Iran. And Nancy Cordes joins us from the White House. Nancy, we took note today that former President Barack Obama is weighing in publicly with a serious warning for Israel. What did he say? What do you think it means? Yes, and perhaps speaking more bluntly, Nora, about an ally than a current president could, Mr. Obama wrote that Israel's military strategy could backfire if it doesn't do more to minimize civilian casualties. And he wrote that the Israeli government's decision to cut off food, water and electricity to a captive civilian population could further harden Palestinian attitudes for generations and erode global support for Israel. And he said this message needs to be delivered loud and clear to Israel by the U.S. Nora. Nancy Cordes at the White House. Thank you. International efforts continue around the clock to free the remaining hostages in Gaza. CBS's Holly Williams tonight speaks to the relatives of Judith Renan and her 17-year-old daughter, Natalie. Those were the two Americans that were released on Friday. 
When you first saw those images, the videos, the photographs of them released, what was that feeling like? Overwhelming. It's disbelief and it's relief at the, at the same time. And it's all the emotions all at once because um, being happy is a privilege that we do not have right now. You have eight family members who are still missing. You say that the Israeli government has confirmed that they're being held as hostages. How do you think they, they might be being treated right now? Those thoughts come and I shake them away because I can't allow myself to break. We have to stay strong. We have to keep going full force until they are all released and back home. While the U.S. is advising Israel to delay its full-blown ground invasion, the military, we've learned, is conducting some limited ground raids into Gaza. CBS Morning's co-host Tony DeCopel sat down with Israel's chief military spokesperson to talk about its dual mission, rescue the hostages and eliminate Hamas. As Israeli airstrikes pound targets inside Gaza... Rear Admiral Daniel Hagori's job is to explain the aftermath. When these pictures every day of women and children in the rubble, that doesn't help your cause. This is a tough fight, but uh, it shows the face of Hamas using the Gazans as human shield. Israel's chief military spokesperson says the war has two goals. One is to destroy Hamas leaders, infrastructures, and the other goal is to release the hostages. But for the families of the more than 200 people still held by Hamas, Hagari had little comfort. Can you at least tell them tonight that they are alive and that they are not being mistreated? I cannot tell them that. We're in a war, and our goal is to bring everybody home as long as it takes. That commitment to fight comes from evidence like this, he says, a note newly recovered off the body of a Hamas attacker. This is what it says. The enemy is a disease that has no cure. Why was it so important for you to show it to us today? Because the world needs to understand it's not an issue of Palestinians and Israelis. It's an issue of a crime against humanity. But there is also the crucial question of what comes after Hamas, both for Gaza and for the Israelis. And on that, Hagari said, it's just too soon to tell. Nora. Tony DeCoppel, thank you. Back here at home, emergency crews are trying to clear the scene of a deadly multi-vehicle pileup near New Orleans. The massive accident ignited fires and partially shut down two major highways. We have details from CBS's Omar Villafranca. A huge car pileup. A mangled mess on the morning commute just west of New Orleans on Interstate 55. Dozens of cars, SUVs, and semi-trucks smashed together after a massive pileup which authorities say was likely caused by a super fog, a combination of dense fog and heavy smoke with visibility less than 10 feet. Some vehicles caught fire. At least two people were killed, according to CBS affiliate WWL. 
There was one vehicle that that went over the railing and into the water. Thankfully, that driver was able to to get out. Portions of the road were closed for more than two hours during rush hour as first responders tried to help the injured and move survivors out of harm's way. She calls me, Mama, they've had a bad wreck and we're in it, but we're okay. Part of the highway remains closed tonight. Omar Villafranca, CBS News, Dallas. A major drug bust at a New York pizzeria. Look at this. Details next. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Federal drug agents say a pizza place in the Bronx, New York, was serving up a lot more than slices. Investigators say they found what appears to be 100 pounds of cocaine, fentanyl, heroin and oxycodone with an estimated street value of $4 million. Three men were arrested and accused of running a drug ring out of the pizzeria that's across the street from a school. The northern U.S. braces for blizzard conditions. We've got the forecast next. A major blast of snow is on the way this week from the Pacific Northwest to the Northern Plains. Starting tomorrow, the 1,000-mile stretch from Washington to North Dakota is bracing for at least a foot of snow, even more in Wyoming and Montana. An update tonight on the health of Olympic champion Mary Lou Retton. Next. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Finally tonight, there's some good news for family members and fans of Olympic gold medalist Mary Lou Retton. She's home from the hospital. Retton's daughter, McKenna Lane Kelly, posted on Instagram that her mom is at home and in recovery mode, but still has a long road of recovery ahead. She spent weeks in the ICU battling a rare form of pneumonia. Retton captured America's heart at the 1984 Los Angeles Olympics, becoming the first U.S. woman to win the individual all around. 
We are wishing her a speedy recovery. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of evening news. And you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com.